Alright, hey everybody, we are actually in the eye wall of a, of a slightly stronger uh, Ada. It is uh, unbelievable. Uh, this old job is always causing stress. All right, what's up, everybody? Good morning. <laughs> Louie, you're not in the camera. What's happening, everybody? Happy Labor Day. Let's let everybody log in here, play our little music. Make sure we're streaming here. All right, good morning, everybody. I see people now. Dupree, Cindy, Will Gaze, what's up, Will Graves? K, Labor Day, what's up, Labor Day, K? <laughs> morning, Mary, what's up, Palm Bay? Chris Anderson, Indiana. You know my buddy Dusty Kemp. <laughs> the best Monday of the year, Chris. Hey, Stephanie Stokes, good morning. Atlanta, what you doing up in Atlanta? All right, we'll let this countdown go on and we'll chit chat about the weather. What's up, KG in the Panhandle? L in Port St. Joe. We were there one year ago this weekend, Port St. Joe. I miss it. That was a great little uh, vacation that we got to do. All right, so hey, good morning, everybody. Redneck Storm Chasers. What's up, Paul Thompson? That's us. Don't you forget it. Andrew from Arkansas. I know where that's at. I've been there a bunch of times. Well, obviously, I know where it's at. <laughs> I've been to Arkansas. Um, yeah, so what's up? All right, everybody, we're going to talk weather. This is the Daily Brew. I go live pretty much every day in the mornings. We go live at night when there's a storm. And uh, hasn't been much of a storm season. I don't know. Peak season's this week, by the way, uh, September 10th. We are going to be at the tip of the roller coaster this week. Whatever that means. <laughs> Big week of college football. Yep. Gators, uh, 90,000 people were at the Gators game. That's amazing. I was watching the Rays. Uh, we, were, we were watching the Rays amidst a bazillion college football fans. <laughs> we were the oddballs. Can't give up on our race. Came down to uh, a walk yesterday. Diaz, did you see that one? Got a bad pitch call. We were rallying against the Yankees. But yeah, tough, uh, tough 
launch, uh, the last two launch attempts. Now, um, I guess, what is it, Shelly? October is the next chance they're going to be able to launch Artemis. So, man, 500,000 people disappointed on Saturday. All right, hey, what's up, St. Croix in the house? What's up with that? We got a lot of pe people watching in the Caribbean. Maine, oh my goodness, we got people from all around. Mike from North Carolina. Dale was bummed. Yeah, that was a bad. Go Braves. Did you get to see that game with that um, pitcher? What's his name, Strider or something like that? Strider? Don't they have some new phenom rookie? He only had like less than 20, 20 starts already, and he's already like breaking records at the Braves. We got somebody from New Bern. That's cool. What's up, Amber? Amber Nugent? Any relation to Ted? <laughs> I grew up listening to Ted Nugent. Uh, SpaceX was last night, Mike. Yeah, I did see that. I don't know. October 17th. That's my birthday. That's my birthday. So anyway, all right. Well, here we go. Shout out. Yes, shout out time. Big thanks to our great partner here, ABC Fine Wine and Spirits. Hope you got to see the commercial. Uh, been all over the place here in Florida. My first commercial with ABC. It was uh, pretty cool to get texts, people posting uh, screenshots. Um, it, you know, like commercials are, it's hit or miss whoever saw it, but we, we uh, were very, uh, <laughs> very thankful ABC Took a chance with this redneck storm chaser and uh, had me on TV. But yeah, we uh, we were we were all over the TV this weekend apparently. So that was pretty cool. Big thanks to ABC for all their support, right, buddy? Um. So yeah, so we're gonna talk about the weather. This is the Daily Brew. I'm coming to you live from Oldsmar. This is live on Labor Day. So happy Labor Day, everybody. Hope you're having a great weekend. Nothing planned for us. Anybody in the retail world knows uh, Julie works at Publix and she is working today. <laughs> so the kids are sleeping. Um, and uh, I got I got some swell links there, David, on the bottom, bottom uh, left of the site. So, yeah, that's the cooking for us. We're not doing anything special. We might go to the game tonight. I might take uh, Emily to the game tonight, uh, the 4 o'clock game against um, Boston. So. We'll see. I got my raised shirt on. So that might be the plan. All right. Well, here's a tropical update for everybody. Um, this is a scoop. We have Earl. Earl, 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 Earl. Mike Sanford. <laughs> um, Ethan wants to know, when's the season going to ramp up? Well, the Atlantic is pretty... Um, I mean, it could get busy, but the uh, Bermuda High has been weak. Remember last year after Ida, um, the Bermuda High got really weak, and a lot of these storms are um, just recurving, which is great, you know. Uh, we do have Bermuda watching close to Earl. We're going to get into all that. We do have a new system that came off of Africa. We got Danielle. But um, <clears throat> as far as... Our tropics goes, the uh, Bermuda High has been weak, and uh, we've seen these cold fronts all year long, right? Months ago, we started seeing cold fronts coming down, and those cold fronts linger, and when they linger, which we have another one this week, lingering, it just 
makes this high weak. And uh, there you go. I, you know, uh, cold fronts lingering, breaking down the Bermuda high, and systems are curving. And that's what happened last year. Last year, we were getting all kinds of weird systems at the end of the season, doing all kinds of things like that and that and that. So we really don't have a Bermuda high this year. Um, now, that being said, obviously, later in the season here, we always watch the Caribbean. This has nothing to do with Bermuda high. So the season's not over by any means. It's just the next you know week or so, it just seems like... Uh, Things are going to be doing that. So we're going to see. Um, but this new little system came off. So Earl is expected to go north. Uh, unfortunately, it's getting really close to Bermuda. There's some couple models bouncing it close. Windshield wiper and back and forth. So Bermuda's definitely got to watch. The only good news is, I guess, is usually most of the actions on the on the east side of a system. So if uh, Earl does pass a little bit to Bermuda's east, then hopefully all the rough stuff's on this side. And this is Bermuda right there. Um, we're going to show you all that. Danielle's fixing to go a little more east, and there are, there are some models that suggest it's going to be weak, but it could bring some uh, increased weather to the UK later in the weekend and early next week. Um, not hurricane-ish, but, you know, weather. So Danielle's definitely kind of pointing that direction. Uh, and, and what's kind of happening with this little guy, it's going to follow along with Earl, and uh, Earl's going to create this weakness we talk about in the uh, Atlantic and this little guy likely is going to follow Earl. Some of the models have this uh, get absorbed into Earl. Bigger systems usually absorb littler systems. <laughs> They're big bullies. <laughs> Carrie's got Christmas lights on the balcony. Um, oh, somebody saw the commercial today. Natalia Parker. Awesome. Good morning from Clearwater. What's up? Shelly might visit the UK. I put I uh, I've been looking for that big ten foot uh, skeleton Home Depot sells and and uh, I'm gonna swing by my local one at Curlew I think they might have them there uh, Dennis posted a picture but man can you believe October is not even uh, uh, less than a month away Vicky Hillville Happy uh, Labor Day Coneheads yes um, Edgewater what's up TJ Happy Labor Day Melissa yep Michelle just getting on let's talk about the new wave tyler there's really not a lot to talk about it's not really going to do anything it's going to get pulled up and sucked up into your earl all right so there's that I, you know whatever uh you know other than our we have a lot of people in bermuda watching we're going to talk a lot about earl here in a little bit earl could be a major hurricane by the way um long range there isn't of course there's always another wave coming off uh there could be another one low rider we'll see uh that's the one we were looking at last week still signs it could try to pop in behind this one oh whatever uh but i guess homegrown is going to be the storyline this year and um there are some models suggesting that we could see some crossover juice in a week plus um still getting some ensemble support here in the golf and the other thing that's interesting i kind of teased this morning is this lingering golf is uh lingering low in the golf is going to be uh, whipping down a, uh, the tail of our front in the golf this week. Now, nothing's really showing up on the models, but anytime that you get get these lingering uh, frontal lines here, this is uh, Thursday, right here, Thursday, right here, 
Oh, you just you just never know. I mean, it's happened before. That's Thursday. This is Friday. Low pressure, lingering in the Gulf. Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of tail on Monday. So if I was to watch anywhere for sneaky little systems, because obviously the models have been terrible this year. Uh, so maybe when the models are showing nothing, is where we're going to start looking. So so we're going to flip 180. Uh, from the rest of the season. Wherever the models are suggesting development, we're going to look somewhere else because the models have been so bad. But this is always curious uh, when you get a low-pressure uh, lingering front in the Gulf of Mexico. This is Thursday, by the way, so we'll see. Like I said, none of the models are really showing it, but the rain models are. Uh, and one thing the models, again, kind of failed at yesterday or last week Um was all that rain for Texas. They did get a lot over the weekend, yes. Um, but the latest um, forecast is this lingering front. Uh, the part that's supposed to hang over Texas now is drooping down in the Gulf. And we could still get some really heavy rains here, uh, Louisiana towards Florida. And some of these coastal areas are showing seven, eight, nine inches plus through uh, the next Monday here. And that's all because of this lingering front. Same lingering front we talked about last week. But Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, this week coming up, that little frontal line is just going to be hanging out. So definitely increased rain uh, here across the southeast and especially the Florida Panhandle um, later this week. This rain isn't really tomorrow or Wednesday as much. It's more uh, end of the weekend, unfortunately, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, kind of the storyline. And then, like I said, we'll see what the little low pressure does down there. All right, so here's the latest on Earl. Let's pull it up. Earl's expected to be a major hurricane. Um, in case you're wondering, this is Bermuda right there. So I need some coffee. <laughs> Not feeling it today. Uh, watch NASCAR race last night. Anybody watch NASCAR race? There was a lot of unexpected twists and turns last night. Very exciting. I don't want to blow it for anybody, though. So I used to hate it. I used to record the race, so it was a great race. Dixie Chicks, oh, God, I used to love them. Then they got all political on us. They were so good. They're not even called the Dixie. You can't even say that anymore. It's, they're, now they're called the Chicks. Hey, Joe, ocean temps are about normal. Um, they are a little higher, warmer to the north. That's why Danielle was able to form. The waters up uh, upper Atlantics are about 2 to 3 to 4 degrees above normal right now. 83 degrees up there. Um in this neck of the woods so it's pretty warm it's 82 83 degrees where danielle's at way north uh, and of course i have all these water anomaly maps you can take a look at here um this is your anomaly maps this is where normal is it's still a little above normal you know weekly these are weekly temps you know running about one to two degrees nor above normal across the gulf caribbean but this is where it's really above normal two three four five degrees above normal uh, on the upper atlantic that's why danielle was able to do do what she did do what she does. All right. So here's Earl. Earl expects to be a major hurricane. The winds, they just bumped the winds up to 65. I think I just saw a tweet from uh, National Hurricane Center. The hurricane hunters have been out there, and um, I think they just bumped the winds up to 65, which means it could be on its way to um, hurricane status quick now. Uh, let me show you another cool graphic. This is I love this one. Berg weather. I got the website link now. Berg WX. Um, 
This is a really cool graphic he did. This is our only find it right here. Here it is. This is really cool. I love this type of graphic. So um, <clears throat> this is the life track of Earl back when it was an unknown non-tropical wave. And then it became a uh, tropical storm here. But you can see the, the track and then the future track. Uh, and then the estimated winds. Estimated winds supposed to be 105 on hour 96 and then 120 past uh, Bermuda here. But... Um, What's cool about this is it shows you the slowing down. A couple things here. Tropical systems, when they slow down, it usually indicates a turn. Um, and as it's strengthened, um, it's being pulled northward. The You know, there was a lot of chit-chat. I was doing it too. There was a lot of models that were suggesting it was going to be very, very weak and just keep on trucking and miss this pulled north. That's not happening. Uh, our system got stronger. And stronger systems like to go north. They're more influenced by the upper level winds. There's a dip in the jet, and weak, like I said, there's a weak high and um, you know frontal line here. So there's a gap, and that's where the system's going. And um, but there you go. There's a little history. Cool site. I love it. I got it linked right up here if you want to take a look at it. It's called Berg Weather, right there. I like it. There's all my little model site. Those are all my little secret spots. <laughs> Uh, some of the latest spaghetti models just came out. These are your 12Zs on tropical tidbits. Um, give you an idea. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't even know where the heck Bermuda's at on this thing. Where the hell is Bermuda at? I, must, I hope it didn't get shifted over more. Oh, it's right here. I think it's right over that UK line. So, yeah, so the majority of models are still to the east of Bermuda. So that's good. Because we got a lot of people Bermuda watching. Anyway, so who's vacationing in Florida? Rain rains every day. Chris, it was a cool graphic. Ashley. <laughs> Destin. Yeah, it might be a little wet in Destin. I don't know. But you can always go to Margaritaville. Danielle, there's no chance to loop, loop back. The only thing, kind of weird, I keep showing it. Go to weathernerds.org. The, the Euro ensembles um, are always interesting to look at. They've been a little bit out there this year, too. I don't really know what's going on with them. But this is on Weather Nerds. We love Weather Nerds. We are all a bunch of Weather Nerds. Um, and you can see some of these ensembles. And then, and then we're just going to keep it right here. This is a 10-day ensemble path of all the systems. Here's Danielle. This is Earl. This is our new wave. So you can follow along our new wave. You know, Earl. Let's stop it right here. Earl. Let me rewind it a little bit. So... Earl creates a weakness, and as Earl turns up, there's a weakness. It's pulling our new wave toward it. So this is that new orange 40% wave the NHC has got marked. I guess our eyes could be on the next wave coming uh, after it, which is that one that we were looking at last week that was coming off Tuesday-ish. Um, and then, of course, we're looking here. You'll start to see some of this juice come up a little bit. This is not the frontal line that I was talking about. This is actually more juice getting pulled up from the Pacific. And this is for um, Friday this week. Um, so there you go. There's a new wave getting sucked up into Earl. Now some of the... <laughs> I don't know what... Uh, some of the ensembles have been weird on, on Euro. Um, showing it stop like a high pressure comes in. And shoots Earl back a little bit. 
Yesterday it did a lot. It had a lot of these going towards the east coast. And like I said, it was nothing to take serious. It's just take note of because you would think that the euro is really good. But the general flow, I'm telling you, very, very uh, weird as far as the Atlantic goes. Everything's kind of getting pulled up. And, uh, you know, even that new wave now is starting to show up a little bit. So, you know, man, could could everything be closed here for, uh, you know, Africa systems? This runs all the way to 9.15, so we're not even halfway through the peak month of September. But it's very uh, peculiar here that we're seeing such a weakness in the uh, Bermuda High. And here, of course, is those 10-day ensembles starting to show something up in the uh, Gulf. The Canadian model, the main Canadian operational model was showing it a couple times. So there's definitely support. Uh, even the GFS, which we probably shouldn't even show, but we will because it's not that good of a model. Um, and let's go forward here. And all kinds of now, see, the, GF, the GFS is showing a few low spots. This is Thursday, Friday this week, actually. Um, this is that scenario I was talking about with our frontal line. Very weak, but we know how things can get going fast in the Gulf. But then we go down into 10 days, and you can start to see more low pressure here um, in the Gulf. Quite a bit, actually. So, you know, but that's, that's 10 days from now. But there's, you know, there, there's, there is model support of BOC, the Bay of Campeche, from the GFS. And then if we go to Tropical Tidbits, here and take a look at that, the Canadian model, which isn't a bad model. Uh, it's definitely a lot better now than it used to be. Um, it was showing this last night. Little, you know, shot 10 days from now. Something brewing. Uh, it's been really consistent with it. Um, this morning's run is a little bit farther down, but you know, could be the spot. So there's two shots in the golf. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with two shots. <laughs> yeah, <they're... laughs> Never mind. All right. So what else is going on? All right. So tropics of uh, peak peak season, September 10th. Um, let's take a look at our friends in Bermuda now really quick. Cause I'm really, uh, we need to focus in on that. So, if you wonder why I talk about Bermuda, because we have a lot of people that follow us in Bermuda. <laughs> people get so mad. Why are you talking about a fish storm? <laughs> what the hell is a fish storm? When it affects people. Population of Bermuda, 63,903 people live in Bermuda. 63,000 fishes. <laughs> so there's 63,000 fish in Bermuda. All right, so here's the latest models. Let's take a look. I got to open up a Mountain Dew, man. I was saving it. Hunter's over there just staring at me. He doesn't know what's going on because the kids are home. What's up there, Linda? Miss Crayon. I didn't read the article on Hurricane Julia, Michelle. There is a... Um, hey, before, all right, so we're going to go to Bermuda, but before... I'll probably end up forgetting this. I don't know who the heck's spreading rumors about California getting a hurricane. I keep getting that on every post. What about a hurricane? So we do have K... But, look, K is way down in Mexico right now. It's a tropical storm, K. It might be a brief hurricane. Could hit Baja, but it's going to turn and uh, 
you know, <clears throat> that's Saturday, a long way away. But there is a hurricane possibly coming. Hurricane K uh, could reach, you know, some Baja, California there. Uh, so, yeah, definitely watching that. But people are uh, like, what about that hurricane coming to California? Well, you know, if you look at tropical tidbits um, and look at current storms, look at K, then you're going to see that most, most of the spaghetti models are turning it away from California. Right here. So here's California right here. So, I, you know, majority are doing that. So I don't know where people are spreading that California is getting a hurricane. But if you want to track it, look for K. <laughs> okay? Okay. I will look into Julia. When was Julia? Susan from New Orleans. Give me some Cajun food. What's going on over there at, uh, um, cruise? Heck yeah, man. We got some new cruise people. Love it. What's up there, um, Brian Elliott? Good morning over there on YouTube. Lord Andrew, good morning. What's up, uh, Brian Railfin? How's it going? Could get some swells on the beach from Earl, buddy. Always, always, we can look at that. Let me, let me. So we're gonna look. At, we're gonna look at the Bermuda chances, um, real quick, and then we're gonna we can talk about some swells. All right. So here's the latest on potential for uh, the Canadian model. So the Canadian model. Here's Bermuda right here. The Canadian model is putting Earl almost smack dab over Bermuda. And this would be Friday. So Canadian model, keeping Bermuda on alert. This is Friday. Just saying. Latest Euro, keeping Earl barely to the east. That's the 6Z, overnight 00Z. Very close. So very, very close for Bermuda here. Um, Bermuda, Euro, really close. That's the latest 12-0-0-Z. Uh, we'll show the GFS just for fun. GFS passes a little more to the east. Let's hope that yeah, that might be right. And then the Icon gets it pretty darn close there. Timing is all like Thursday night into Friday. This is all in tropical tidbits, by the way. Here's the latest H warp. Now these are very good intensity models, um, 950, which is what the NHC is going with as far as intensity-wise. Could be a major hurricane. Uh, there's the H warp just east of Bermuda. So yeah, there's definitely something to watch there for our friends there. Um, and then of course the H Mon, the old GFDL, is just east. So. It's pretty darn close. Um, spaghetti models are a little deceiving. The operational models are definitely um, close. Or ensembles. Now, Euro ensembles, your 6Zs are, most of them are to the east. This little dot right here is Bermuda. So most of your ensembles on the Euro are to the east which is good news. And then here's your latest GFS. Most of them are to the east. So again, it's it's a low chance, but it's not 
zero chance. So that's, you know, definitely something to watch. Um, the Windy app, just to give you an idea what it would look like on the Euro if we were to get it to pass by. Let's zoom in a little bit. Here's Hamilton, and we're going to go out to Thursday night. And there's your latest um, run. Heaviest winds offshore. So that's good news. Could be, you know, 50 knots. Um, I, I need to change that to miles per hour. I'm a redneck um, storm chaser. <laughs> We're going to do winds in miles per hour. 60 miles an hour. So it could be some big gusts uh, coming in from the north side. Sustained winds could be tropical stormish. You know, it's enough that you could be under a tropical storm warning in uh, uh, Bermuda. This is the Friday, 5 p.m. Could start to approach you later Thursday night into um, Friday morning. This is Friday at 6 a.m. GFS, like I said, it's a little bit more to the east. But enough that you guys, you guys might be in a tropical storm warning. So far, the trend is to the east. So the stronger the system, the more pull it's going to have to the east. So still feel, you know, still a chance, but the direct hit is um, at least not looking 100%. Um, let's take a look at some waves, swells coming. Um, this is a good little map. This is stormsurfing.com. You'll start to see this is a frontal line. Um, yeah, eventually... Could start to see some winds. Five. Uh, this is 180 hours out. This is um, next Monday. So yeah, you can start to see some waves uh, for Carolinas across the East Coast. Uh, Sunday, Monday of, of this weekend coming up. Some of these will be reaching the uh, East Coast. Um, I've got a few good maps here. That's the same one. Surf forecast. This is a good one. Kind of gives you an idea too. See how far out it goes. We can go all the way to Saturday here. Well, it's a little, it doesn't go out too far enough to really see. So yeah, too, a little too far yet to know what the waves surf surf's going to be. So Dominic, hey, you're right, man. I agree. It was it was just you know a scenario people like to hear. You have you have to talk about all scenarios. And like I said before, you know we 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 totally the reason I started this page was spaghetti models, <laughs> not ensemble models and spaghetti models. Uh, and look, high high confidence. Um, and some of that upper level wins you can really see what's going on here it's kind of fun to notice this remember last week we were showing this scenario um upper level winds showed um ah let's click the wrong one i don't like that i like this one um that high pressure building in to the west and this is what we got and this is there you go i mean there you know high pressure 
kind of blocked it. And then we have this weakness here. Almost started, you know, all along. Back when this was Invest 91 last week, um, it was always the big question mark. Would that be the, the uh, Atlantic, you know, breakdown of the Atlantic high? And it, it has. You know, here's high here. And uh, we got a weakness. Um, and now that Danielle's pretty strong, it's definitely following that path, that weakness, high pressure building back in on the backside. So it's really always really fascinating to see the evolution of high pressures and, um, you know, steering currents. Here's where we're at today, pretty much high pressure really blocking, stopping our system, pulling it north, really. And there's only, only one way to go. Can't go through high pressure systems. So that was the scenario last week was showing up really well in the Euro. <coughs> the only thing the Euro was also showing though was this thing wasn't going to get organized and it did get organized pretty fast. A couple of long range predictors for storms. The uh, MJO wave coming, you know, we're kind of going back to another enhanced phase here uh, pretty much through the whole month of September all the way to early October. This thing changes all the time, man. If I said the MJO changes his mind as much as a woman would, would you get mad? Because I didn't say that. I just said, would you get mad if I said that? See, I didn't technically say that. <laughs> Mark, what's up, buddy? I do know. What are you talking about? Um, Susan, good question. I don't know how many times Bermuda's got hit by her. But they have 60,000 people up there. Fishes. But this MJO cycle is interesting. Uh, you know, it bounces around. And uh, we could be into a uh, another enhanced uh, phase coming. So that's something nobody's really talking about. I think everybody's just giving up trying to figure out the tropics this, this year. Because <laughs> everything, everything uh, MJO is kind of flat, but it's still not suppressed. Um, <laughs> all the... All the all the all the early season predictions and all that stuff, um, everybody's just scratching their heads. <laughs> Hurricane hunters are out there now. Actually, pressure went up. Imagine that pressure went up a little bit. Unbelievable. Thousand five is all we got. So you see, it's still stationary. hasn't hasn't yet reacted to that um, high pressure yet. So anytime a system stops, it usually means it's indicating it's going to take a, a directional change. Um, but like I said, long range here, the, uh, upper, upper level winds, we got high pressure building in and anytime you get high pressure building in, it's almost a guarantee. There's no way it's going to penetrate this high pressure. So that's the steering current and you can see it too. There's another good site over here, um, upper steering currents and this is a great map. This is like one of the original maps. Remember, high pressure spin clockwise. You can see that high pressure building in here, pretty much blocking our system here. And then we have another one here, obviously, and that's going to help accelerate our system. It's going to ride along that high pressure. So this is a great map, man. This is an upper level steering current map, and you can always get a really good indication of why uh, systems are doing what they're doing. Earl's run into a roadblock. And uh, so, hey, Mark, appreciate that, buddy. 
So, how's it going? What's up, Bobby? So, yeah, Bobby, what do you think about the lingering front? Matt, great, great, uh, great, great point about the swells. I'm not really a huge surfer guy. You know, followed, what is it, Dabu? Daboy? I never said his right. He's a dude on Twitter. You know, he's really good with that. But fronts, I know, weeks, months. We, Bobby, we, we've been talking about these fronts. The, the year of the front, this, this has been unheard of. I even got a couple uh, real meteorologists. Uh, I asked the question. Um, they were also very um, shocked by the fronts this season, how far south they've been this season. And that definitely <clears throat> was, a, was a look into the future that if these fronts are coming down south, which they did, it's going to break up the Bermuda High a little bit and our storms are going to have more likelihood to curve. That's just common sense. But it also induces an October-style pattern with tails of fronts lingering in the Gulf. And I guess if I was to put my gut feeling out there that if we were to have a surprise system pop up, it would be in the Gulf this week from a lingering low somewhere down here. So... You know, depending on the juice, you know, and precipitate water, you know, there's not a lot of dry air out there. Um, so we're not really getting much of that. So there could be plenty of precipitate water. Come here, Luke. Come here, Hunter. Come here. Oh, God, he's going to go do his business. Bermuda's been hit by 190 times. I don't know about that. Maybe 189 times. <laughs> Good morning, Mary. Thank you. Shelly says 190 times. Well, she might probably figured it. She probably she's a big statistician. Anyways, I'm, I must be married. <laughs> I'm Michael. I am. There was a song. Um, um, waiting on a woman. Um, Brad Paisley. If any, I go to the West uh, Hillsboro one on 580. It's only a couple miles from my house. Make sure you sign up for the rewards because they're always sending um, cool little coupons and stuff. I got homework today, by the way. I got to do something for Sarah's school classroom project. So Julie just reminded me I have to do that. <laughs> what other show and tell can I got here? I don't know. I did buy a cool little neon digital light thing that I'm going to figure out a way to mount in my truck. Hey, big props to Verizon too, by the way. They, um, I mentioned it Friday, but Earl, my man, uh, they're going to hook me up with, with a portable, uh, my five, five G setup. So when I go camping, camping, I said it camping the end of the month for Talladega. Uh, if we have a system, I'll be able to continuously stream live. Hopefully we're not in it, <laughs> but, uh, I appreciate them um, hooking me up there with that. So here, this is a water vapor loop map. Uh, a lot of juice. You know, uh, some of these waves could get into the bay. Like I was talking about, you know, 10-day maps are showing the Bay of Campeche. Um, Bermuda, so far, you know, you guys are going to have to watch close. But so far, a majority of the models are staying to your east. Um, Gulf of Mexico, down the road. This probability map, and uh, you know it's ten days out, but there's just been a lot of 
a lot of signs we could get a little something something in the golf um weather nerds is a great site um and this is the gfs but you can kind of see a lot of low pressures out here um 10 days from now you know you could argue some of this is a tropical wave sometimes you can see it too but let me go all right so we got that i showed the euro euro is doing the same thing this is um the, the ensembles kind of a sneak peek of looking into the future um you'll start to see low pressure starting to pop up in the bay and a lot of them coming across the yucatan coming up from the pacific there you go there's a big cluster of juice so this is 10 days out there's that um some of that moisture if we were to look back at um what it could look like with the euro we can look here at our precipitable water map and we can zoom in on the tropical atlantic we can kind of see kind of let me fast forward 10 days from now so we're, we're going to see that lingering front in the gulf here you go this is uh thursday this week this is the precipitable water map see all that juice in the gulf this is uh earl this is our new wave getting pulled up into earl Here's a new wave here. There's Danielle. But as we get going here in time, we can see. This is interesting. This is next Sunday. This is our lingering front. And if you if you watch the timing of a of a wave here, this is what you look at. You got a wave. You got lingering front. These waves usually help kickstart these lingering fronts. So kind of what's happening and you're starting to see a lot of golf moisture um, a week next week so that's how it starts usually so here's that orange wave here it's gonna get pulled up into Earl you know the euro's a little tricky it's kind of stalling Earl a little bit and then it takes it back off um, and then here's our new wave coming you know down the road but there's a lot of weakness in the, in the atlantic because of earl and the new wave so the likelihood won't have a very strong high pressure area especially with a frontal line lingering here in the next week so that's that nothing more to hype than that <laughs> And like I said, here's Danielle. Um, no worries for the UK. I keep mentioning the UK because if you look at some long-range model maps, um, some of the models show Danielle sneaking over to the UK or combining with another system. So there you go. This is Saturday, so it wouldn't be over there the first part of next week. But some of, some of the long-range maps here, um, if you were to look, you can kind of see um, some, some of the juice ends up towards the UK some some of the juice <laughs> so it's not really gonna bring a lot of winds and stuff it's just you know right there I mean it could become a big broad low this is Sunday some of some of it could reach so yeah you know there's a possibility check this image out this is sun this is the GFS but when you say the UK could get some this is leftover Danielle and a big broad low pressure area here some of that could spin up into the uk sunday monday of next week so 
So Danielle could definitely spur up some weather. Um, and you know, Earl could get a little closer to uh, Nova Scotia and, and Newfoundland um, first part of the next week too. Some of the models have kind of been hitting to that too. So Earl could get a little high pressure build in here that the Euro showing and slow down Earl a little bit and kind of wiggle it close to the coast up there. So, so definitely keep an eye out on that. Um, some of your longer range models here kind of showing that actually now see the little wiggle. So yeah, you know, you could get a little weather out of it, but anyway, so Mirtha, correct. Always follow natural weather service. I have National Weather Service stuff all over the website. Because they are the boss. <laughs> Linda, thank you. Hey, Joe. Uh, I, I still think the Icon is an awesome model for formation. Um, the Icon seems to sniff out tropical formation better than anybody, in my opinion. And the Euro seems like it's on par with the uh, CMC really as far as uh, consistent tracks. Icon doesn't seem like it's a very good uh, track model. It's just very good at uh, sniffing tropical model, you know, tropical systems. The um, track um, tracks seem like the Euro and nothing with GFS. <laughs> hey, John Ferguson. Is hitchhiking legal? I don't think it is, man. Wow, you want to come hitchhike? <laughs> I'll pick you up. We'll go for a ride. Take a ride in Julie's car. We go. We go. Uh, we get to the speed limit fast. We don't go over the speed limit. We we just get there quicker. <laughs> oh, thanks, Anthony. Yeah, this has been a weirdest season ever, man. I don't feel so bad when the big dogs get it wrong too, though. So everybody's scratching their heads this season. Now I'm looking at common sense and maybe that golf could be the question mark. Homegrown seems like the story. I posted this today too, by the way. I know we got a lot of people that watch it, have family and friends up north. This is today. There's a uh, really good shot today that we could have some flooding rains. This is, look at this, all the way down in the middle Georgia, Bama, all the way up to the New England northeast. This is flood watches today. That's a large area under flood watch today. Uh, and this is your um, flooding map. And the yellow is pretty good. You know, we got some pretty heavy downpours. Even got a little spot here in northern Pennsylvania and a little bit of New York. Um, so heavy, heavy, heavy rain today is another storyline. Um, and again, long range, uh, check this out. So we look at long range um, modeling. Some of that was wrong with Texas. Remember we were showing that 10 day? It actually, now that tail end of that front is uh, settled down in the Gulf. But if you go out, so, you know, here's your rains through, this is Thursday, nothing, nothing, nothing. So all the heavy rain for the panhandle start to come up um, Friday. So here you go. This is this is Friday. Really heavy rains start kicking in, unfortunately, for this weekend coming up. But some of these rains can really start to get going Sunday and Monday next week. So that's the current look. Um, that's that lingering frontal line. It's going to stretch all the way down into the Gulf. Curiosity is that the frontal line combining with the tropical wave could it get anything going down there? Now we're all, we are seeing ensembles pick up the same thing, so definitely very curious about that. But 
that's just kind of throwing it out there nothing to stress too much about so but anyway oh trying to get to the cruise <laughs> they got a lot of good options anybody go, doing a barbecue tonight Catherine West doing a barbecue we're not doing a bar I think we're gonna go to the Rays game anybody going to the Rays game Martha's uh, Bermuda I heard is very good with their structures uh, I've had locals tell me that they've they've got really good building codes um, change of colors already Shelly says in North Carolina the only change of colors that we have down in Florida are, are license tags that's when you know falls coming <laughs> when you start seeing Michigan Pennsylvania New York uh, the changing of the color of the uh, license plates is our fall season in Florida. Publix, there you go, Julie. You gotta go to Publix. Why Julie's been there thirty-five years? Thirty-five years. Thirty-five years. Unbelievable. So there you go. All right. Well, we posted enough about weather. Um, don't forget to follow me over on YouTube. I'm trying these little quickie um, um, videos, and um, they've been going pretty good, actually. So I, I do them in the afternoon, evening, little five-minute updates. So look for those. Uh, make sure you visit our friends at Universal Roofing Contracting. They're doing that free roof giveaway uh, for Veterans Day. So you can nominate a veteran here in Florida. Very, very top. Nominate a veteran to get a free roof. Uh, they do a great promotion every year. Great company. A lot of our MWPs have been there with them, including Phil. Got his roof redone. So it's a great company. Big fans of our page. And uh, they do a lot for the community and uh, especially giving away a free roof to a veteran. So if you got a veteran in mind that could use a free roof, you can nominate them. And um, there you go. But that's about it. What else? Any more things we can look at? Bobby says most marriages. Yeah, we did good. We luckily, uh, luckily we invested in them heavily. <laughs> Gotta love Publix. Um, I would love to go to Margaritaville in Gatlinburg. Joe, that's probably my most favorite place in the world is Margaritaville in Gatlinburg. I've been there probably three, four times now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> Shelly, 1020, 1030. Connie's gr grilling bratwurst today. Oh my God. That's so good. Bratwurst, bratwurst. <laughs> Which one of you brats are the worst? <laughs> Winter outlook. Oh my God. Jonathan, the only thing I read those were, we're almost locked into La Nina for winter um we definitely have strong la nina here we go again let's let's try to predict the weather because <laughs> it ain't it's been the worst uh weather prediction hey i asked kid rock why are the tropics so fickle and he he said only god knows why <laughs> and that's the truth that the, the uh Official uh, song of winter or uh, weather is um, only God knows why. All right, here's the La Nina um, pattern. 
for winter usually. So the jet stream usually moves farther to the north uh, on La Nina years, usually. Usually, that means we're probably going to have snow in Key West. <laughs> as much as people think we know, we know less. Everything gets overcomplicated. Kind of like the car, the new car NASCAR, right? They're having more problems with this car. They try to fix it. Every time you overcomplicate things, it's you got to go back. I mean, I don't know. But Kevin Harvick's not a fan, that's for sure. Um, but anyway, La Nina. La Nina, uh, the jet stream's a little farther to the north. Usually means a drier, warmer south. Could be a little more stronger storms uh, pushing north because of that jet stream. So that's kind of the Nina pattern. It could be a little stormier in the middle parts of the U.S. during the winter and a little bit drier and warmer in the south. Typically. Typically. <laughs> uh, here's a good look on weather nerds. Our system bubbling away. Winds are up. It's just been a big ball of convection. Nothing. I mean, it's very... Actually, it's still battling wind shear if you think about it. Look at this. Heaviest convection is... Uh, to the east of the center um definitely an indicator of, of wind shear um that was that wind shear where oh heck yeah man that's strong man that's incredibly strong wind shear this is this was the original modeling thinking last week that this thing was going to have to deal with this wind shear um i know it's kind of hard to figure out looking at this thing but there it is and these are your upper level winds the peach lines and 30 40 knots is the the shear values so a lot of wind shear that's why our system is completely being blown apart on the on the um satellite your lows like probably right here but all the upper level winds are completely just blowing our system apart but the winds are up the latest hurricane hunters just found <coughs> i think i read 65 mile an hour winds so could have uh i got another flight going out there right now um so man, you know, dry air. Uh it's whatever. It's stopped right now. It ain't moving right now. I don't think it's even moving. It says it's moving five miles an hour. Okay, it's moving. Moving on up. Seventies. <laughs> I grew up watching sitcoms, man. I love sitcoms. Aldo, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, Tracy, what's up? Anybody going to the Rays game? I already said that. Uh, Telford having some Publix. What's up, Telford? How you doing, buddy? Good for you, man. Happy Labor Day, everybody. This was the week I grew up watching um, the telethon. Um, you know, we all have traditions growing up. And uh, I just remember watching the Labor Day Telethon. And uh, it was fun. Here's a picture. I really enjoyed this part of life growing up. You know, Jerry Lewis. And uh, it was fun. It was a good time. My dad, I remember his bank, they used to volunteer taking phone calls and donations. And uh, I think he still donates to the MDA. But, uh, yeah, it was a big tradition growing up. How, how many of y'all used to watch the uh, Jerry Lewis Telethon? I mean, we have all these little traditions as kids growing up. Kind of kind of sad, actually. Remember, I hate growing up. I don't want to grow up. Somehow I got a Publix ad on the bottom of my 
live. What is up with that? Is that new? They got an ad underneath it. Alright, cool. Alright, um Tommy, I agree with you, buddy. Um I I I bought into the hype too. But uh yeah, thank you on that comment too, by the way, but uh recognition. Um you know, I need to go back to what we used to say actually, and uh, I used to think that the preseason predictions were hogwash. Um and obviously this year we had the La Nina and we had the um, warmer waters, but the dry air, the high pressure, the good theory is the high pressure moved a little bit to the north. What are you looking at, Hunter? Come here. You're just staring at me. <laughs> the high pressure moving a little bit to the north could have induced more dry air and dusty dry air that came across the main development region, and that A produced a lot of... Uh, an, Un, unfavorable conditions for tropics and uh, actually kind of cooled the Atlantic a little bit too because of the blanket of dust and dry air um, and nobody can predict that and then nobody really you can't predict these frontal lines coming down as far south as they've done so the Bermuda high was a huge factor in this year's lack of storms so far now again um, the Caribbean is, is, is where we got to watch I mean totally the, the that has nothing this over here has nothing to do with this this is this is tremendous uh potential for still you know some strong storms so you can't let your guard down uh any wave that comes across here and you know any frontal line that gets going down here can combine into um something so yeah def definitely season's not over by any means i just think that our typical Atlantic Cape Verde season has been like really non-existent the last few years. So we need to shift focus to homegrown. Was it Zach Brown that saying homegrown? <laughs> but anyway, so we'll be ta tailgating uh, maybe here in a little bit. So I hope you're having a great day. We'll be live tomorrow. Um, Nothing else really show you. We'll see what tomorrow's flood potential map looks like real quick to see if that rain's going to linger. It will a little bit. This is tomorrow. So this is your flood map tomorrow. Still lingering rains for the east coast tomorrow. Can't really see anything else. So that's about it. Who did I miss? Everybody's talking about Jerry Lou. That's cool. Remember, um... Hurricane, um, was it Elena? No. The hell was the one that sat out? Yeah, 85. We had family in town. Hurricane Elena, 1985. I'll never forget. We actually had flooding here in Tampa Bay because Elena just sat there. And um, this was Labor Day weekend. Elena just sat out here right off the coast of Florida. Kind of started here too. Look, didn't really start. You know, went across Cuba, then it got into the Gulf. Once it gets in the Gulf, man, things can happen quick. Um, but that was our Labor Day storm. Lane had to set off the coast here and brought it brought in a lot of surge into Tampa Bay, even though it was way off the shore. Had a lot of flooding in the Tampa Bay area with this flooding. You know, counterclockwise flow here.
So I kind of remember that one. I remember going to bed and hearing the big howling, howling winds, man. There's a good picture of it. Pretty impressive looking. Got up to um, 125 mile an hour winds with the biggest winds, 125. Do you remember Hurricane Elena? <laughs> but all right, so anyway, so we were talking about a storm affecting possibly um, the U.S. Labor Day weekend. That would have been Earl. Earl ran into some high pressure here, stopping and uh, going north. So just our friends in Bermuda to keep a watch on that. And uh, we'll see what we got tomorrow. Hope everybody has a great day. Really appreciate you tuning in. We got some new cruisers. Make sure you check it out. Remember, 16 counties in the state of Florida are under spring break, and we've got – 100 cabins locked well we don't have 100 anymore but um, we locked in our price which is great because this cruise is going to sell out labor or uh, spring break weekend 16 schools so we're gonna have a private party sunday for the brew cruise members um stay tuned for that so that'll be happening the sunday before we set sail set sail on monday come back on friday on the Independence of Seas. Rumor is the Independence of Seas might have Starlink by then. Maybe one of the first ships possibly that has the new uh, Starlink satellite internet. Um, but Sunday we're going to have a party. There's a, a hotel that we're going to have a party at for brew crew members. So you don't have to be on the cruise for that. We're, we're doing that because we have a lot of Florida folks that um, are supporters of our page. And we like to do these little meet and greet get together. So that would be on Sunday. Um, the day before we set sail. But. But definitely give it, give them, give get give, give it a look. And uh, Kim is our lady, and she's been a friend of ours for several years. And her Travel Max company, one of the top ten in the country, so they're very reputable, reputable. <laughs> and in case you missed it last week, we sold quite a few. I really appreciate it. Uh, we got our Redneck Storm Chaser shirt that you can uh, check out right here. Still available. Um, right there. there, there's, there's us. <laughs> so you can check it out on Teespring, um, and appreciate all, all the support on that. We, we had some fun with this one for sure. So, all right, well, we'll be live tomorrow for sure. The daily brew all week long. Um, remember Talladega at the end of the month, I'm warning you now. <laughs> I mentioned it, the C word. <laughs> All right, enjoy your cookouts, enjoy your day. We'll see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.